Fake Safety Podcast with Vance and Bart. Happy early Juneteenth. Thanks, man. I know we're a little ways out from the actual holiday, but it is June, mm-hmm. so it is worth celebrating a little bit early. Yeah. You know, Prince, uh, Prince's birthday's in a week, or the artist formerly known as Prince. Oh, I was going to ask you which Prince. The symbol? Yeah, the symbol. How do you pronounce that? The artist formerly known as Prince. Right. How do you pronounce that symbol? That's how you pronounce it. How? <laughs> Is this a who's on base? First base? What's on second? <laughs> you know, there's a lot of cool things happening in June. Um, a lot of bad things happen in June, too. You know, uh, Was it Normandy? Normandy was June. There's a lot of a lot of war stuff in June. Um, it's before it gets too hot. You can you can invade places when it's like warm enough to survive. Yeah, but it's not so hot that you can't handle it. You have all summer to fight it out before it gets too cold. You got to wait till the kids get out of school so you can recruit them. Gotta do the you know the uh, government get mad at each other and do their war thing, right? That's a good idea. War. So, I've been combing through the news because it's kind of my job now, right? Yep. Pretty depressing. Last week, I think I mentioned how I took a little bit of a break from it, but I'm back at it. Fresh, ready to go. It's not depressing because the things that are on it as much as how it's presented it's just so off but the good news is it is so off that many people are becoming aware of it uh so it's good i watched a cnn interview with a um congressman or senator somebody who i don't give a shit about who's apparently very friendly with the nra and they discussed who's got the blood on their hands and apparently the nra is supposed to and then the senator congressman said no the nra has worked to tighten gun laws and i said yep that's true and then then the cnn reporter said that wasn't true and I was like, no, that's that's pretty pretty fucking true. My point being is they're just talking past each other and there's no because they are so dishonest, because there is so much government um manipulation there, they both can't argue their points honestly, so it is just two liars talking to each other. And, and so you get nothing out of it. So don't donate to uh, 
the NRA donate to, as far as I can tell, Gun Owners of America is the one to donate to right now. It's like big enough that it makes a dent in Washington, but doesn't seem to compromise and doesn't jump on board with some stupid shit like bump stops and slash coat hangers. You figured out all the little loopholes. Yeah. So, and, and if you're really worried about your guns and what the administration is going to do, learn to make your own, learn to put together a gun, learn, become friendly with a community that can help you with that. Um, there's there's a uh, a, a YouTuber slash he he's also on Odyssey. If you want like his good content, because a lot of his shit gets taken off of YouTube for stupid shit or whatever. But like he also gives you more information on Odyssey. So like you know you're you're out. You, you're YouTubing because it's easy. You can go to you look him up. Print, shoot, repeat. He's got a lot of cool stuff on there. He does a lot of editing, so the the the, the videos are very entertaining. They're not like your normal gun enthusiast videos, um, <clears throat> but he's funny um, and he does really good editing. So enjoy that, and then. If you get a little more serious about it, go over to Odyssey and watch him and learn some shit. Uh, Does he show you how to print, like if you already understand 3D printing? Not on YouTube, because that's not allowed. Okay. So maybe primarily showing the... Maybe he does on Odyssey. Maybe. Well, because I'm thinking there are probably multiple pathways here. There are the folks that are already into the 3D printing thing, and this yeah. would show them how to print very specific things and maybe some best practices. But he I'm shares guessing... settings, things like that, that he uses on his 3D printer. Well, he does not share files or anything like that on YouTube. This is all against the rules. But yet his videos still get taken down. Not allowed to show assembly of the weapon. But yet his videos still get taken down. Um, currently his Patreon is down, apparently. So go to his merch site and buy some merch. I know I'm buying twice as much. Wink, wink. As last time. So... Uh, just to you know help him out the guy does really good work he's as far as i could tell he's not a fed i mean you got to be careful in this in this line because people pretend to be your buddy and they're feds but like like me yeah right (laughs) but they there's a lot of uh there's a lot of tells with that kind of person and the good thing about at least our line of gun stuff is the feds really don't understand us 
So it's hard for them to be pretend to be us. You know what I mean? Yeah, remember that time when we infiltrated Porkfest? Yes, I do. And they were like, feds. They pointed this out right away. We got they kicked knew. out. I think it was because I was wearing socks and sandals. Right. In your badge. Mm, that's always a good tell. <laughs> You're like, is this corn dog uh sanitary? Do you have your food distribution license permit? I covered up my badge number so they wouldn't know it was me, but <laughs> Yeah. So print, shoot, repeat. Everybody follow them. Uh, I follow them. It's it's good times. And then yeah. print, shoot, repeat. That's right. And then learn to do it yourself. Get into the community. Make your own guns. As much of them as you can. And tell the world to fuck off. So... I think that's I don't I don't want to stick to the gun thing as much as I enjoy talking about it you guys know where I stand uh you know where even Bart his left his ass stands you know he's not uh he doesn't want any rules against people owning guns because he his little leftist values he's realized are only protected by him so my commune is very small. <laughs> I tease Bart because he comes from the left, but uh, this stuff's a little more natural for somebody who came from the right uh, to be so gun happy. I hate to be too topical and pull yeah. up the shooting that a lot of folks are talking about right now. What? A shooting? But something that even people from the left can recognize is that the police will not help you. The police will not save you. We talked about this a couple of episodes ago, but... Apparently, even if they're there, they won't. And then they'll try to stop other people from helping you and arrest people for trying. Because even if they are equipped with weapons themselves tanks you're still, helicopters yeah give them give them all the equipment they have it <laughs> but at the end of the day yeah. you are still equipping humans with this uh, and humans are flawed and are subject to their own biases and subject to various different bits of influence so if we learned anything, it's that we can't rely on or trust the police to help us or protect us. And that doesn't automatically mean go out and buy a tank. But it does mean that you have to accept that you have to learn to defend yourself. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're already buying tanks. All of us. Point. Get used to it. <laughs> You might as well have one, or at least a gun, since you're already buying them anyway. So. It is funny, that, especially with 
with my circle with how folks are able to square the idea that we're sending so many unmarked, unregistered, untraceable weapons to the Ukraine, but we're obsessed with no one here having them. I'm like, you've paid for those. Those are your guns. You just don't get to use them. Yeah, they're gone. A lot of them are fully automatic. Some of them are fucking missiles. I'd like to have some of that, please. But I don't. I just pay for it. I mean, think about all the vehicles and helicopters and everything we left in Afghanistan for the Taliban that we paid for. And you're going to tell me I can't have a semi-automatic rifle? No, it's not your decision anymore. You've made enough mistakes with self-defense weapons, government. It's not your decision anymore. We have found a way to advance technology to the point that you can't stop it. And the harder you try, the more we'll make. So talk about it all you want. But it's not going to happen. There's enough of us out there. There's so many of us. There's so many guns out there. And the more that we can carry them around, us good people can carry them around, the less of this bullshit happens. The more we can get good people on our side and learning to use these weapons and learning to carry them and carrying them and just having them on them like a normal tool, the less of this bullshit happens. That's the only thing that can help. Because there's going to be people who get weapons of any kind, a truck, that they drive through a parade or, or a, a bomb that they make out of fertilizer or a gun. It's going to happen. The only consistent thing that we can do that can help and minimize the damage of these things is good people, lots of good people, carrying weapons. So the only thing you're going to do is make it harder for us to carry them, therefore harder for us to protect you and your children. Well, kind of going back to your point about printing, even if you're opposed for whatever reason, you have to be well aware that we've now crossed a threshold, a Pandora's box that we can't close, that if people can print anything, how can you ban anything? Right. And I'll tell you right now that we are actively working out the kinks to print anything. Anything we can't print yet, we're working on it. From faucets for your kitchen sink to, you know, any style of weapon you can imagine. We even got adult toys. Dildo's a lot easier to print than, like, you know, stuff for us guys. But they're working on it. I feel like a dildo's pretty good even if you mess it up probably 
you get like uh like the 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 bed gets bumped a little bit so then you just have ridges ribbed for her pleasure <laughs> Ew. i feel like you can have a lot of happy accidents with that one so as opposed to like a firearm that has to be incredibly precise yeah you can have a couple of slip-ups yeah, and then all your misprints that are just like a bunch of curly strings everywhere, you just glue them to it like pubes. I've never done this. Why don't they ban those? Um, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, uh, apparently this is some fake story about porn getting banned somewhere from some Republican because he doesn't like Jews. He thinks that Jews run porn. What? Yeah, it, it's not it's not a real story, but like, I was fascinated. So I was like, oh, I want to jump down that rabbit hole and just, it goes nowhere. It was like uh, something about like porn being like in your gas station stores or something. There's no like, I hate Jews type shit. There's another one of those don't say gay things. Segway, boom, Gay Pride Month. Everybody else excited? Who has put a filter on your profile picture that makes it a rainbow or gay colors? Apparently gays get all the colors. Which is actually kind of racist because all of the colors, when added together, the full spectrum of light, are just white and yeah, white you, as you know is inherently racist is evil yeah that's true dang no it's gay pride month um i want to go which, back to the color thing <laughs> i'm just, I'm just <laughs> fascinating light spectrum huh i am curious about how long a a pride <laughs> month can be sustainable because we only have 12 of them. Didn't we just have... Well, we did have a gay something. A gay history month? Is there a gay history month too? I know we had a gay month already because... Like I told everybody, I work on cranes. So like I climb a crane. It was during the winter because I was climbing. It was pitch dark, I remember... The buildings, they all have lights on them, LEDs nowadays, and like everybody went rainbow this whole fucking month. And I just get climbing this damn crane going, God damn it, man. Corporate skyscrapers are so, f it's just a bunch of goddamn shills. It's, it's, it's some corporate BS to get us on their corporate side. You know, I was about to say, maybe this is just me, but I would feel pretty awful if a lot of my identity was pandered to and taken as just a an advertising opportunity for a lot of these corporations. That's not my pants zipper. I don't open it for gay pride. That's my cooler, guys, if you're wondering. What are you drinking? I am drinking uh, Leinenkugel. 
it's a uh, German, I think, right? If not, Sorry. it's made to sound German. Yeah, it's for my fascist uh, fuel. Keep me fascist for all you, uh, you know, statists out there that don't understand what I'm talking about. Like the judge that I, the home homosexual lady judge that I was speaking to at a party about a month ago. You know who you are, but you're not listening, so it doesn't really matter. What was for her? She just thinks that the right is taking over since Trump or whatever. Like there's some some sort of wave of racism and right destroying everything and they're winning and the left is losing. <laughs> Apparently progressive stuff isn't happening and everybody's going right. I just can't connect the dots between that and fascist fuel. Well, everybody on the right is fascist to her. So like Nazis are the right, like that's the farthest right to her. It's a very American version of right. Not like right globally. It's so strange. But anyway. And the by the way, the global right had a meeting of minds recently. Um, not just the globalist that had their meeting of minds to take over the world and whatnot <clears throat> through technology, but the global right did too. And coming from the right, listening or I guess not listening because I was reading a transcript of a speech or whatever. I was like, man, I can see why this shit sucked me. <laughs> man, like this is like all the things that I really care about personally. They're like, oh, this is the things that we should worry about. You know, and let's take, you take a step back and you go, yeah, but like if you do anything to make other people live those standards you've just destroyed your ability to remain to to live that way because somebody can just come along and tell you no so you just step back one step back and you've destroyed their entire argument both sides arguments really just one step back and yes, most of the things that the man was saying, I was like, oh, these are values that I would personally try to you know, mold my family in this type of way, right? <clears throat> because I do believe in like the nuclear family structure, right? Um I do believe that it is that religion isn't necessarily bad. Like you can you can go to a church or a synagogue or, or whatever you decide to go to as a family and use it as a 
like a cornerstone of morality or something. Uh, it doesn't necessarily have to be bad. It can be used for evil, just like anything. You know, a car can be used to mow down people in a parade. But in this case, the car got us to the church or the synagogue or whatever. I like the idea of farming or family gardens, things like that. I like cranking up my chainsaw and going outside and cutting down a tree uh, and working in the yard and things like that. These are, these are things that are very, to, to a rural type family, nuclear family, this is what they hold dear to their like everyday life. These are things that um, the right, the conservatives try to appeal to, and then they uh, they try to create laws and rules to protect that, or to get you to think that it's protecting that, and then that's how they suck you into that that kind so of life. What group was this? Uh, it was uh, uh, the conservative. Fuck it. It was on uh, Radio Rothbard. Talked about it today, actually. Uh, I thought I might have just missed the name of whatever the group was but yeah okay so I, I, did, some, I can't remember you know some me, conservative think tank but it, it's the great minds around the world of like all the the big people in that atmosphere are there so they go and they talk about things in the scary you know there was there was a good thing that happened though whereas uh, normally the conservative elite are run by at least in my lifetime the paleos got destroyed in the the neocons took over the right right up until just recently and apparently in the highest of uh, atmospheres the doesn't look like the the neocons are there. Let's let's break that down, right? Because I don't know if everybody knows what a <laughs> neocon or paleo is. I mean, even people who are somewhat so, politically minded still don't know. Okay, so paleo is really kind of only on the conserv or on the right side. But um, I think that they would be, uh, if, if you're coming from the left, uh, they're a little bit more like your anti-war and your um, free speech type leftist. They're, they're that to the right. Okay, but they, but they believe in like, the paleos would believe in like a very strict 
law structure where like capital punishment and things like that, but they don't believe in war or sending money overseas or anything like that. They they want to stay local, right? More traditional. Yeah. And then just not spend much money, but be very strict. Uh, that's a paleo uh, stance. And there was a big movement, the paleo and the back in the late 80s, well, all through the 80s, there was a fight all the way up to the, the early, early 90s. There was a, the paleos and the neocons were, were, just as powerful as each other. They were fighting, these think tanks were fighting back and forth, right? And it really looked like the neocons were going to lose. Uh, it became a joke that the people who are now considered, you know, really respectable are the crazy people who, ah, they've, they're just the crazy right way. You just leave them in the back. You know, they just want to go to war with everybody and shit like that. And I think that the paleos got a little comfortable. And just for a short enough amount of time from a sneak through, you know, George Bush senior got in there only for one term. Right. And he put everybody in charge that has never left. I mean, all the neocons that just took it over. And this was a very concerted effort by our CIA. Our CIA was was pushing the neocon thing because for one, you know, foreign wars, CIA, more funding, blah, 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 wars, things to do, CIA grows, blah, 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 right? And that's what happened. And the neo side was not just cons. There are neo libs too, because the CIA is not playing one side, right? So you have your your Clintons. All your Clintons are neos, right? Um, and pretty much anybody. I mean, Barack Obama wasn't necessarily neo liberal but he said some shit that was anti-neoliberal when he first started running and then once he got in there he fell right in line with the neos so they didn't oust him i mean he did exactly what he was supposed to do what he was told to do so you would every once in a while you get him saying like oh i don't want to like there was like a little bit of pushback, but he always still fell in line. So, <clears throat> I mean, he may not have been a Neo, but he did exactly what they wanted him to do. Um, really all the way up till Trump wasn't a Neo and he didn't do what they told him to. And they, you, you'll notice like every time that Trump was like, Hey, we're going to pull people out of, Syria. We're going to pull the troops back at least from the border so we don't provoke a war. It was like oh, there's, they would fake in wars, like houses being blown up and shit on CNN and all that. All those fake videos that got found out. Like That was all a, 
like a concerted effort by the CIA and the NEOs. So that's what we're talking about when we say like a neocon or a neolib. These these are two different parties, but they're on the same side. Bill Clinton, George Bush are the are on the same side. They roll with the same um, deep state. Let's call it the people who stay in government and aren't elected. They're uh, they, those are their buddies. It sounds like a good shorthand for this would be that that paleo era were people who had very <laughs> traditional values, maybe not capital T traditional, but traditionally yeah. left, traditionally right. They would have been pretty strong in whatever their principles were, whereas these neo folks can agree on one thing, and that's the establishment. Right. It's ironic that they've created that much more unity over time, but what they've united against is the American people. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's been uh it's been a long it's been a long hoe <laughs> trying to open people's eyes to it. Um my eyes being open. God damn it, that was rough. And when I open another person's eyes to what's been done and what they've supported, or I'm normally talking to people on the right. So, you know, the, the lib, the left can pretend like they were anti war, even though. When their people were in, they were just totally, as long as we don't talk about it, you can start as many wars as you want. You yeah, know? A lot of blind eyes there. Let's just not talk about it. Whereas, you know, the right would talk about it. So when you open somebody's eyes to that, it's, it's rough. And you don't want to do it all at once because... You don't want to shut somebody down and be like, oh, this is too much to handle. I'm just going to stop listening to this and I'm going to stay who I am. Uh, at least a lot of people. You want to go ease, ease them into something like that. The, the, the war machine is bad. That doesn't mean like... It's the thing about it. Like As a right... Somebody who comes from the right... There was a time when people were saying, you know, going to war was wrong. But then they were saying, like, the the kids who are going over there to fight were, like, baby killers and bat, you know. And I still get a gut reaction to that. I get mad. Because, like, they're brainwashed, manipulated and then they've got to live with the things that they do when they come. That's why the suicide rate's so high when they come back, you know? So rubbing like you're a baby killer in their face when they're forced to do these things isn't, isn't a good way. So like, it's a good thing about being, uh, 
say coming at it from a libertarian and cap slash agorist point of view where you can look at every individual person who goes and joins the military or does what they do for the state and go you know why are you doing it you know did you know this is happening and when they come back and they're like all messed up from it you say did you see this you know you can actually care about the troops the ones that died for some lie I think it's really the only way to truly care about the troops is to care that they're being lied to and forced into wars that we don't need to be in. They're dying for the elite's money and their power over other people. And what does this have to do with gay? Well, they allow gay people to die too now in those wars. (laughs) 